I don't know. It's just, it's such a tough situation because you're at the point now where the Seahawks are arguably the worst team in their division, even yeah. before this trade. Yeah. So. It's not really an argument. They're pretty clearly they're, the worst yeah, team okay. in the division. They're the, wor- the worst team in their division. I mean, the Niners, I think, got lucky this past season, but hey, they made it very far in the playoffs. But if you're going to rebuild, they, they they did sell high on Russ, I guess, because they got a pretty good return. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just it, it sticks. Yeah, uh, and sticks. for everyone, I mean, people are wondering about age. He's 33. Peyton Manning, when he signed with the Broncos, was older. Yeah. At the time. Um, Aaron Rodgers is under contract till he's 42 now. Yeah. So, and Aaron Rodgers is, what, 38? So yeah, they went with a younger guy um, if they if they lost out on the Rodgers sweepstakes. I, I'm just – the biggest shock I have with Seattle is we talked all season about this possibly happening and all of this rumors about it, the Giants, obviously, stuff like that. But the fact that they went through a coaching cycle and they didn't fire Pete Carroll yeah. is just shocking that, to me. How do you – how do you make this move and theoretically at this point have a 70-year-old coach lead a rebuild? Like, why does Pete Carroll want that? Why do the Seahawks want that? It just doesn't make sense to me. He said three days before the trade happened that they had no intention of trading Russell Wilson. There's a lie because well, as he came out, yeah. they talked about it for a while. Must have been t- I don't know what he's on, but, yeah, true. what do you think about that? Is it time for a new coach, too? Um... It's not that Pete Carroll can't lead a rebuild because he did, but he can't do it now. He's seventy. Yeah, he's, he's just too old. What was twenty twenty two? What like ten years ago? He, yeah. I mean, he just he can't. You know, coming from USC, he knew all the college players, and that's how you're finding these gems in the. You know, Sherman was taken in the fifth round, and you know, he, they 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 just found so many gems um, because Pete Carroll had just gotten out of the college scene. And they haven't that whole what five year span where they drafted really well to get that championship team. They haven't drafted well recently at all, and I think yeah, this this might be the perfect timing just to let go of Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Um, it's sad, and you know we we all appreciate what he did, but it's 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 just uh, it's going to be a transition time. I did hear that. They're uh, contenders to get Deshaun Watson now that he's been cleared of uh, his uh, criminal charges. Um, I saw the Panthers too, but Deshaun Watson. I I don't. I haven't really seen Drew Lock play to be honest. I don't. He's not good. I don't he's worse than he, Daniel Jones. He, 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 oh God. Yeah. By a lot. <laughs> By a lot. He's a good writer. Represent. He had like a terrible pass rating. Like he's not. Because a good uh, Bridgewater started for the Broncos, for a right? Lot, yeah. So he wasn't even starting. Um. Yeah, see, because I saw packages from like the Eagles and with Jalen Hurts in there, and oh, they didn't want to keep him in the division. The Commanders also offered a lot, and they really Seahawks didn't want to go in the division. And Russ Wilson also had a no trade clause in pretty sure, so he had yeah, to he prove did. everything. And he, he did, did not want to go to Washington. He didn't want to go to these other places. That's fair. I mean, Denver's a pretty they're on the up and up. That's for sure. But yeah, I, Seattle's not like they get a better O line. A few weapons on defense. They have DK. They have Lockett. It's Chris Carson's not bad. It's so if Deshaun like, if Deshaun Watson yeah. does come in, like, that, like well then then we're then we're go mode again. We're right back into yeah. the uh, yeah. now you got to build a, a team. But if not, they got to get an old line though if they want to get a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know where this. I think this this first round pick is top. 
You used to have a first-round pick. This- oh, from the Broncos, yeah. From the Broncos. Um, also, quick, um, just want to say, it's really funny but sad that, like, because we gave up two firsts for the Jamal Adams trade, this this kind of cancels. So uh, to get those two firsts back, so we, we kind of just traded, like, Jamal Adams for Russell Wilson, <laughs> essentially. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, so let's just assume we don't get Deshaun Watson um, and we're going full rebuild. Like, do, do you is, – is 29 years old for Tyler Lockett, is that too old? Like, who's – I don't I just don't know who stays on this roster. Obviously, DK stays. DK, do you build – are we building around DK now? And there's this linebacker, Jordan Brooks, who's in his second year, who just set our single-season franchise record for tackles. He's, he's going to be pretty good. I don't know if he's good enough to build a defense around, but you got two pieces, one on each side of the ball, but at the same time uh, – it's hard to build a wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think any team's done it successfully. I don't know too much about college football, but someone was telling me about the Liberty quarterback. Uh, Do you know who that is? Yeah, Malik Willis. He's, he's got a lot of hype. They compared a little to Josh Allen, like his it's arm strength, but his inaccuracy. I know that. He's going to be a late first-round pick. So is it plausible the Seahawks get him or, or I mean, not? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the Seahawks get a quarterback now? It, it depends on how the, the draft works out because – no real mock draft has any quarterback going in the top ten, which just seems crazy to me knowing how NFL history goes. Like, some team's going to try to trade him and get a quarterback top ten. Like, it, it yeah. isn't, it's, I can't think of a draft in any recent memory that no quarterback went in the top ten. So we'll see what happens. Maybe the Seahawks, if they fall in love with a quarterback, look to trade up a little bit. And they have the perfect, besides having an O-lineman, or an O-line, they have the next best thing to help out rookie quarterbacks, and that's people that can catch the ball. Yeah, and no, Noah Fant's a good tight end. Like, you bring another yeah. guy like that, so. Is, is Noah Fant um, good at blocking? I really don't know. That'd be that'd be huge, because last time we traded one of our great O-linemen for a tight end that didn't block <laughs> was Jimmy Graham. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't really even thought about all the things that could happen from here, but... Um, it's it the, the days are over of of uh, you know winning the division. It, it comes at a, a good time for the rest of the league because that division is is nuts, and the Rams I don't think are going to regress. Kyler Murray is only going to get better. We'll see what happens with Trey Lance. Um, defense is insane. Yeah, I, I I'm going to miss the days <laughs> years ago when we were the first team in the NFL to clinch our division because the, because the division was so bad. We were the first team in the, in the season to, to clinch the division. And now it's it's quite quite the opposite. Um Yeah, I mean I anyone else anything else about this trade? No. I mean, like we said before on past shows, that's like the end of an era. Yeah. yeah. It's just this is weird. We're in a weird spot. For sports right now. Yeah. But but the NFL's in good hands. Oh yeah. The NFL is in good hands. It's just it's a little it's bittersweet. Yeah. I mean, Russ is going to the, the Broncos. Maybe he'll have a shot at winning, but But if, if we just look at like the AFC quarterbacks, like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. Like I said I said I think after the Super Bowl, like I threw out the idea that Bengals not making the playoffs. <laughs> and it's looking even more possible now. Like yeah. there's just so many teams. We're all lucky that we're Fans of NFC teams. Oh yeah, because AFC is crazy. You look at NFC quarterbacks, and it's Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray, no more Brady, Dak Prescott, maybe like. Oh, we got it. We'll talk about. It's a great segue, actually. I know Liam wants Um, to talk about the Amari Cooper trade. Yeah, so Amari Cooper 
traded to the Browns. Um, what was two firsts? Was it? No. No way. No, no way. Well, I don't know. It was no two, way. It was two picks. Maybe it was. I think it was a fifth and a sixth. Oh, jeez. Which is uh. Considering <laughs> they gave is, up a. F- they gave up a first. A first. Yeah. They gave up a first. It's a twenty twenty two fifth and sixth. Wow. Right, but when they got him, he was with the Raiders. He was their best wide receivers in prime. Like yeah. So him, I guess it came out that him and Dak Prescott had some um, had some issues going on between them. Um, quote unquote, Amari <laughs> Cooper called Dak Prescott the Black Kirk Cousins, and apparently Dak really didn't like that. <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> um, so I guess tempers have been flaring there. It's interesting, though, because if you look at this, they showed this on ESPN, the stats of Dak, when Amari Cooper's on the field, he's a really good quarterback. When he's not, Dak is a terrible quarterback. So to Is it that him, drastic? Huh? Yeah. It, oh, was, wow. it was very, very, like, substantial. But um, it's just weird. You trade a certified, I mean, I wish we got, I wish the Saints got Amari Cooper. For a fifth and a sixth round pick, like uh, I, I just don't get NFL picks. I don't get it at all. They have, I think their value is just so inflated, because realistically you're not going to get a better guy. At fifth and sixth round, you're getting a backup somewhere. You're getting a practice squad player. Bro. He's not starting for you. No. So that's interesting. But um, another trade, AFC West, Khalil Mack. Huge. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Is this that. the Chargers? Way too early. Is this the Chargers' time now? Look at the Chargers' defense. Yeah. <coughs> like the, 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 like we talk about the great quarterbacks there on the AFC West. I would be terrified as a quarterback to have to face Bosa and Khalil Mack <laughs> on either side of the line. Like, yeah. like you think of those. Like, they're also not good offensive lines, and like like the Chiefs' offensive line is not that good. Petrom is going to oh. get. He's going to die. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I think the Chargers are really set up to, be, to play well. <laughs> Russell Wilson literally left Aaron Donald to go chase <laughs> chasing him, and now he has to run away from uh, Khalil Mack and, and Bosa. At least the Broncos off his line, I think, is probably even a little probably, better than the yeah, Seahawks. Well, he can't get much worse. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a crazy trade. I guess the Bears... Um, just realize that they they're not in a position to win. So no. why are you holding on to this valuable asset you have? Um, Poor bears. Yeah. Poor so bears. Uh, let's see. I want to ask a question about the Amari thing. Um, what does this mean for the Browns? You just kind of got really an Odell big. replacement. I think it's really big. You got a, a really good wide receiver for essentially nothing. Yeah. And hopefully, I'm not a big Baker guy, but I would like to see him play better. And hopefully, this is. Uh, something that could help with that. But there's rumors that this sets up a Deshaun Watson trade to the Browns. Oh, really? I don't know. It's just a Wow. Really? Like, because like, Deshaun Watson has no trade clause, so he chooses almost where he goes. and like, he, he wants a no te- trade clause? Yeah. Oh, my God. He wants a team with a good, cool, cool, good wide receivers. Like, he's got set up there. Like, Amari, Jarvis Landry still there. The guys on defense. Too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a solid team. Like, like well, it, it's an all-round, like, well-rounded team that just they, you know they they can't put it together whether yeah. it's Baker or whatever. But <laughs> so like Deshaun Watson, like it, it's gonna be really interesting to me where he ends up and what he can do. Yeah, it it might change like 
whatever conference he goes to, it's going to change like the landscape a little bit. He's such a question mark, though, because he could be garbage. He hasn't played a snap yeah. in two years. Or he could be really good. This is crazy. Yeah. He's 26 still. He's so oh, when he I, played, he was so good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So he's only 26, and he's been out of the league for like two years so at this if point. He's been training. He'll probably come back and be yeah. insane. Right? You think about that playoff game? I don't even remember what it was, oh. but when he got, he was running around the field. He got kicked in the eye and like delivered yeah. a straight yeah. to the end zone. Like he, his big playability, like it rivals the Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen's of the world. Yeah, they were 30 on the Chiefs at one point. Yeah, yeah, and like. <laughs> Yes, they, they lost that game, but you still went up 30 on the Chiefs. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Early. Yeah. Yeah. What other tra- was there another trade? Oh. Carson Wentz. Do we want- yeah, Carson Wentz. Yeah, do we want to talk about Carson Wentz? <laughs> another, another mediocre quarterback for the NFC East. I was uh, I saw something on ESPN uh, from Booger McFarland um, just going in on the commanders about their just pure desperation for, yeah. for a quarterback. Like that is really desperation to eat that contract. Yeah, but it's it's one year. They needed a quarterback. They've got other pieces around there. Terry McLaurin. They've got the defense with uh, Chase Young. Like, they've got pieces there. So maybe a quarterback pushes them over the edge in a in a weak division. That, I True. Mean, that division's so wide open. I mean, oh yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys are good, but like, they just lost their best receiver. Yeah. And Dak yeah. Prescott is not a big game quarterback. No, Dak Prescott's yeah. not good. He, he, I don't think he's good. As, as much as Amari Cooper might be right about his statement. <laughs> <laughs> they, they must have just been, like, terrified to, like, face re-signing um, Ryan Fitzpatrick or, like, starting ta- Taylor uh-huh. Heineke. Like, I, I'd be terrified doing that either, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, I think, I think they, they, they have to give up on Taylor Hart. Yeah, so, like, they, they're going through their whole rebranding right now, and you've got the rebranding, you want to be a competitive team, so you, you do some risk in these situations. Yeah. I understand that. That makes sense. Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. Yeah. Was anyone – I I was Were shocked. you expecting – okay, yeah, I wasn't I expecting was that either. A really lot of money, too. A lot of money. Was it four years, 200 mil? And Devonta Adams got franchise tag, right? Mm-hmm. So he's back there, running back again. I don't get that, you know, you complain about your team and whatever, and then you just take that much of your team's salary cap. Yeah. Like, that's It's also Green selfish. Bay, though, too. Yeah, but it's not a very, like, Brady was on team-friendly deals yeah. to get the help he needed. Brady wanted to win. He wanted to win. And Ryan wants to make money. Yeah. Aaron, yeah, he wants to, like, that's just not a very team-friendly deal at all. And I don't understand the the entirety of franchise tagging, but they they're gonna have to eventually sign him to a long term deal, right? And are they gonna have the space to do that? He might. You're you're essentially forcing Devontae Adams might love Aaron Rodgers so much that you're gonna force him to take a pay cut. Yeah, which is kind of mean. Um, and even Patrick Holmes had a huge deal last year, but that ended up being team friendly for the amount of years it was. Like ten years. And the manipulation of the things like other quarterbacks around the league are taking. Or they, the QB market's getting bigger and bigger, but quarterbacks are also realizing that this is what they have to like do to build a team around them. You can't win on your own. No. It's such a team game. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers stays, uh, also stays in a, in a pretty weak division as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. His. Yeah, I mean, he could maybe he was a little scared of the AFC West. Lions, Vikings, Bears, like, come on now. 
Khalil Mack's gone. Yeah, they should sweep their division. Yeah, that's six wins right yeah. there. And we wonder why they get to 13 and 3 every year. They play, they yeah, play the NFC. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Um, congrats to Patrick Mahomes and uh, Brittany Matthews. They just um, got officially married today in Hawaii. Really? Sweet. Yeah. Good for them. Okay. Let's <laughs> talk about Villanova basketball. Yes, sir. Frank, you were there. Tell us about it. Yeah. Big three games this weekend. Um, close game against St. John's. Got me very nervous down the stretch. We did not start off too well that game, but the way Villanova plays every year, and especially this year, we have the leadership, we have the players, and they make big plays down the stretch. Samuels missed the first half, kept back spasms, could, couldn't walk, couldn't extend himself. Huge shots, huge blocks, hustle plays. There's no giving up on this team. The team fights till every loose ball, everything. Brandslayer's block at the end, like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. That was nuts. Like, the shots aren't going in. Move the ball, drive them, paint, get somebody who is. Caleb Daniels, huge first game. Second game, Brandslayer, Jermaine Samuels, both went off. Against UConn, like, that crowd, UConn, a lot of UConn fans there, absolutely going wild. Dan Hurley. I, oh my God! Worst head coach and he is just so annoying. Is that the UConn coach? Yeah, so annoying. Yeah. I he really is so liked him. animated. I, I cannot yeah, stand him. I cannot stand him. He's so animated. Every time, Everything every he time, like Villanova called a timeout or like there was a timeout on the court, he would just like throw his fist and like run on the court as like a player. And you look, you compare him against Jay Wright's like stoic, like oh my Dan Hurley. Every time there's a foul call, he's screaming at the refs. Like I cannot stand him. But Villanova made our free throws. <laughs> Best free throw shooting team ever. And, and we joke about it, but literally, yeah. statistically, yeah. like yeah. You, you think about it going into March Madness. That's what that's what wins games. You going down the stretch of games. If you can make your free throws, they are easy points. That's how teams lose games. Is they miss their free throws. UConn, it's Georgetown last year beat us in the uh, first round of the Big East because they shot a hundred percent for free throws and made twenty three free throws. You make your free throws, you win games, and that is what we do really, really, really well. I like to yesterday. Um, we got them second half. There's a reason we went off in the second half because we got them in foul trouble early. Foul trouble early, driving in, getting the fouls, and just con Gillespie. I love. I know. I, I always talk about how we don't have enough movement on offense. Our our offense is too slow. But we run every game the way we want to play every game. Yeah. It's it, our it, pace. It's we really we dictate incredible. our pace. It, we dictate the pace of the entire game. Oh it's yeah. Incredible. Uh, and we do not get flustered. Yeah, we don't. Like, Jay, like you, you compare, I was really comparing these two coaches. You compare in the UConn game. I think it was the St. John's game. When there were two, uh, there was like three bad charge calls towards the end of the game. Yeah. They called offensive fouls. And you look at Jay Wright, and Jay Wright's just Stone cold. clapping up, like, get back on defense, suck it up, go back, play your game. And Dan Hurley would be losing his mind getting teed up. Like, the way this team is just built, like, veteran guys who know they've been there and – Nothing faces them. Who knows what could happen in March? It's it's such a like interesting it, it, offense. It's a tough offense to defend too because we just have guards that like post people up. Oh like, yeah, it, everybody can shoot. We we play everybody like such a distinct, up. unique brand of basketball with like six, maybe seven legitimate guys that could go out and get a bucket if like if we need to call on them with like seven seconds in a in a left in a shot clock. Like obviously call in, but. 
I feel like we have enough trust now in Slater, Justin Moore. Caleb Samuels, Daniels is probably Caleb our best Jones. ISO scorer. He's Long playing. Shot yeah. you know, clock expiring. It's crazy. I mean, we have some dogs. Like, yeah. we have some guys on this team. And Samuels hustle. He can make big shots. He scored 21 points against UConn. Like, he can. Oh, yeah. This team. Well, so, what was going on with Dixon during the tournament? So, apparently, Dixon was throwing up before the game. He was sick. He wasn't feeling well before the first game. And I think it was just also just matchups. Like, we yeah. played huge guys, and it was almost better playing small against them because, like, Samuels and Garcinogo, like, we just saw it. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. But last night, I, I just – seeing, like, Slater and Samuels get posted up by that big guy. Yeah, the big guy was – He was probably the only reason it was close. It he, was he tough. Just, well, yeah, we, we need Dixon to play a little better. He was a shot, I don't Yeah. Like, he was just throwing uh, a baby hook. Like, but I think Dixon people. was just sick, and we, he didn't look well. He, Jay didn't play him much time. He was, like, in and out, like – it seemed like he wasn't fully there. I mean, the Big East is great, but we want we wanted Chip. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and, and this this was good for the team because it's just more experience, more like you're playing three back to back games. Like we'll never play this again because it's March Madness. You'll have all breaks between games. Like huge. I'm just so happy we beat UConn. Oh yeah, we, we're juniors, standing. and this is our first time. As students, that we've we've won the Big East. First it's, time we won anything. It's the first time the Big East tournament happened. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll second, but yeah, no, we don't, we don't count. The oh, last year, last year, 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 last year was a fluke, COVID. It, yeah, <laughs> there's no fans. Yeah. yeah, so selection Sunday tonight. Yeah, what are we thinking? I think we could get a two. I really do. I don't care if we're a two or a three, as long as we're in the East and we have a chance for home games in yeah. the Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah, doesn't matter. So, there's not many there's not many teams in college basketball right now that fully scare me that I don't think we have a yeah. chance to beat. I just I'm with that. the one the one thing that scares me is besides Slater, we don't have anyone su- super athletic. That is true. However, we are basically a positionless basketball team, yeah. which I really like. Slater is our our pure athlete. And our, de- our, our defense athlete. has been Oh, oh, very, oh my god, this year. Yeah. Held, okay, even though we scored 19 points in the first half, of a Big East championship. Yeah. We held the other team to 18. Yeah. That says something. Yeah. And the, the only the only team in college basketball that genuinely scares me right now is Purdue. Because they have two guys over seven yeah. feet tall yeah. who both start. That's and, that's not a good matchup team. team for us. Yeah, yeah that, and, that, and, that's and not a good matchup for us. I feel like anyone else, like even Baylor, I, I know we haven't played. We, we played Baylor tough back-to-back games, and we have lost both of them. But – they're guards, so I feel like guard wise we can match up and play. They're they're more athletic guards than us, but I still feel like we have a chance against them. We just gotta keep doing. We run we run games at our pace. Yeah, we control the pace. Yeah. We dictate the pace. It's our game. You can come play us. And it's frustrating to watch because we don't run in transition. Never. Nope. We never no. run in transition, even when it's wide open. But I guess it makes sense. Jay Wright has us playing. And you, you can't him. doubt Jay Wright. He knows what he's doing. He's our MVP, essentially. He's, yeah. he's got these guys doing what. what uh, yeah, what as sort of stats, since 2013, we've won seven national, we've won seven Big East titles, seven never tournaments, and we've won two national championships. It seemed like there were the two minutes left yesterday. We took every single possession down to the last. Yep. Second. It's. It is. We're incredible. killing clock. We're making shots. You don't shots. see teams do that. Yeah. It's incredible. It's just smart. It's winning basketball. Is this? The best chance we're gonna have as students. Yeah. Oh yeah, by far. Yeah, because yeah. next year's gonna be rough. Next year's gonna. <laughs> next year be interesting. Uh, see who still comes back and stuff like that. But yeah. When they announce the starters and you just see Arch and you're just like, oh, oh my 
God. Okay, but Jordan Longino, yeah. my favorite he's villain basketball be, player right now. He's a freshman, right? Yeah. He's going to be a good player. So good. He's going to be a good player. I love the man. He, he, You can just tell by the way he plays, he knows how to play basketball. Defensively, he's play. shooting way better from three. He's taking guys off the dribble. His but confidence is just through the roof. Yeah. It's not like Chris Arch and one dribble. Yep. Hold the ball. Yeah. I get scared. Longino plays with confidence. Yeah. He's not scared. Sean, I got a question for you. Someone uh, brought this up the other day, and I, I thought you would have a good take on it. Do you think Slater could get drafted? So going into the year, I thought he could, but I think he just hasn't developed the shot enough yeah. to be drafted. But as a pure, like seeing that block, yeah. that is a, a heads-up, pure athletic play, clutch time play. If anybody on the team is going to get drafted, it's him. He's definitely got the best chance to be drafted. You think if he goes on a, on a huge, like, in, personal individual run in the tournament? Oh, yeah. If he has a Dante run, absolutely. Like a Dante run, A yeah. Dante run, absolutely. Because, like, he almost reminds me a little of Mikhail Bridges, just he can't shoot. Yeah. Like, he's got Mikhail Bridges' build. He's got Mikhail Bridges' athleticism. Athlete. Yeah. Athlete, like, defensive ability. Like, he, he, he mar- the takes their best player down. Raw potential. Cockburn, he was, he was guarding Cockburn the entire game and, like, doing a decent job on him. Like, this guy's seven feet tall and Slayer's just out there. Yeah. His Slayer's dunks, his blocks. He's a dog. Yeah. Yeah, if he could shoot consistently, yeah, he, people would probably talk about him as well, that, going. That coming out game against UConn was nuts. Yeah. yeah. He was nuts that game. What do you think about Justin Moore getting drafted? No? Uh, he's just, he's really good. Very consistent. He's very consistent. He just doesn't have anything that, like, wows you. Yeah. He he's like he's like Phil Booth. He's like he's, he reminds me a little of Josh Harper. He's just give him give him another year. If he has, if he comes back theoretically he comes back next year because I don't think he will the draft. He could be like our star player next year. Yeah, and we'll see what he does with that. Maybe yeah, maybe he needs that senior season. Also, a quick shout out to Josh Hart. I was just forty four yeah. points last night. Like wow. Yeah. Win over the uh, Wizards. Nova basketball is on the up and up. On a high right now. Yeah. yeah. It's it's exciting. I'm really I'm excited for tonight. When when is the the actual tourney start? Thir- we'll play either Thursday or Friday. Wow. Tuesday, Wednesday, the playing games starts Thursday, Friday. Then we're, then we're back into it. Besides Nova, who's gonna win it all? We don't have to go too in depth. I just want to hear a random team. See, I don't think Auburn's overrated. I think Auburn's. Oh my God, they're so overrated. I just really like Jabari Smith a lot. Um, <laughs> just want him on the Thunder. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Someone was talking about Duke is just like slept on this year. Okay, my problem with Duke is the ACC is the worst Power Five conference. I hated that they lost. Duke the is the game. only play, only team ranked in the top twenty-five in the ACC. In the ACC, hmm. and they've had a bunch of bad losses down the stretch. And they just lost. They lost to Virginia Tech. They've lost to UNC. They've lost a couple other games. How do you lose on Coach K's night? Yeah, I just don't think they have it. We're gonna go Kentucky, even though they just lost against. I do like Kentucky, Maybe. Tennessee also. Yeah. I do like Tennessee a lot. Yeah, is it is it uh, the same old fade Gonzaga? Oh yeah, <laughs> sneakily a deep Gonzaga. playoff team. I like Rutgers a lot. Really, okay. Rutgers basketball. Okay. I don't want to see Purdue. That's no, no I Purdue. Want to see Purdue. I don't want stay to away see from Purdue. Purdue. I think I think other than us, I think Purdue is not a great team in general. Baylor is also really good again. Um, you know, I never hear people talk about Arizona, and they're they're ranked yeah. second. I mean, it's one of those things, kind of like the Big East, where the pack people just don't like the Pac-12, and the Pac-12 always Pac-12's makes good. it far. They always make it far in the tournament. Yeah, Pac-12 basketball's 
I don't know who I ended up winning last night. It, it, it's exciting. Arizona won last. Uh, they won last night. Yeah. yeah. Um, Iowa Purdue tonight. Ooh. Big Ten That's gonna be good. There's some good teams. There's no clear favorites really. I know people are gonna say Gonzaga, but we've seen it so many times with Gonzaga. Like, I don't understand how anybody trusts Gonzaga. Like we're gonna see some nutty upsets this year. Yeah, there's gonna be some, some gonna fun be upsets. Crazy. There's a lot of a lot of like mid-major programs who are getting at large bids because. It's crazy. Yeah. It's it's not even like the official tourney and, and there's been some insane um oh, yeah. games so far mm-hmm. th- this past week. Like if you just look at the top twenty five, there's plenty of teams that like Colorado State, um, Murray State's a nineteenth of the country. Saint Mary's like there's some new teams out here that Let's go. Yeah. Who are not power of conferences in the top twenty five. Saint Mary's seven. Murray wow. State. Who uh, is that? Jamal that's, Murray's. Oh. That's, no, that's that was uh. Was that Morant? That was John. John Morant. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Morant. It's Morant. Yeah. Wow. Colorado State. They're thirty-two. Oh, my goes there. Yeah, nice. like there's there's some good teams out there. Wow. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun tournament. It's gonna be a fun March. Very excited. Setting it up for it. Very excited. Um, I feel like we gotta do a break. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we even done a break <laughs> in a minute. Um, you listen to Fun the Locker Room. We got MLB. NBA, we got to talk about. So stay with us. Uh, fun locker room, 89.1 FM, WXVU, Villanova Radio. Here's what's happening in the main line with WXVU's main line community events billboard. Join these student-led listening circles that focus on the issue of sexual violence. Survivors supporting survivors for student survivors, the ripple effect for those students directly or indirectly affected by sexual violence, and let's talk about it for students who just want a space to talk about the issue of sexual violence. For more information, go to the health page on the Office of Student Life website. If you have a community event in the main line you'd like to submit to WXVU's billboard, email wxvumusic at gmail.com. The life of a college student can get busy and overwhelming. You have exams to study for, papers to write, internships and jobs to apply for, and co-curriculars. However, it is so important to take a step back and practice self-care to calm your anxiety. According to Thrive365, a portal from the Office of Health Promotion, you should make time for things you enjoy, like listening to music and spending time with friends. You can also try recentering techniques like yoga or meditation to promote relaxation. Learning what triggers your anxiety is key to preventing it. Make sure to set boundaries and celebrate your small successes. Give yourself some love. If you'd like more ways on how to reduce and prevent anxiety, visit thrive365.villanova.edu. This PSA is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. Check out WXVU's anchor feed for on-demand Villanova interviews with Father Peter, J.J. Brown, Stephen Coach, Jared Brewer, and Kathy Gallagher as part of WXVU's move-in week coverage. Log on to wxvu.villanova.edu and click the link for our anchor feed to listen to the interviews. Welcome back. You're listening to Fun of the Locker Room, 89.1 FM, WSVU, 
Villanova Student Radio, fun in the locker room. Um, breaking news? What is it? Oh, uh, not really breaking news. Not breaking. We, we but... just got um, we got some info from our insider source. Um, one of Arizona's best players was hurt the other day, um, so he might be out for the tournament. I don't know. I don't really know anything about college basketball, <laughs> other than the fact that anybody can win a tournament. But we're gonna win it this year. So, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, guys, I know there's some huge baseball news recently. Oh, yeah. Baseball so, is floor is yours. Back. Baseball back, baby. After a lot of negotiations, 99-day lockout, felt like we were never going to see baseball again. Somehow, they got to the end. I'm so happy. Because this, okay, we'll talk about what just happened last night. Should we talk about the, wait, let's talk about like the what, what they uh, agreed about. Oh, like yeah. the big things they've agreed about that are changing things. They've increased the luxury tax threshold, but they've also added, that's hurt the Mets in the long run, but Steve Cohen does not care. That there's a second luxury tax, that if you get a certain dollar amount, you have to pay more of the luxury tax. And Steve Connery said, all right, fine, I'll pay it more. So that's good for us. Spring training starts in four days. Woohoo! Universal DH now. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. 12-team playoff. 12-team playoff. Helps the Mets. I like that. It wasn't too many. Like no. I didn't want to go seven or eight. When the year they had 18 playoffs per thing was, like, too much. because no, baseball, the whole thing about baseball is that you have to get the playoffs and the playoffs are sacred so having a 14 team would be kind of crazy and the only reason the owners wanted to do that was just to make money yeah market market that the 12 team is pretty good how does the 12 team look um what it what was it um so the division winners uh, oh here we here we go top two division winners in each league receive a first round buy yeah while the worst division winner in the three wildcard teams per league will play in a three-game sets to advance the division round. I like that, as opposed to, like, a one-off or something. Yeah, I like the three games. Like, make it a little better, because otherwise the one-game the one game playoff really benefits us, but it's teams with good starting pitching, and it still benefits us after, after uh, yesterday. Yeah, let's talk about – so we got Chris Bassett from the A's. Yeah. For, I mean, we gave up JT Ginn, who's – Our second pro- pitching prospect. Yeah, he's really – he's going to be good. However, Mets, I like this move because we're in a win now. And oh, yeah. we're making money moves. Oh, yeah. You look at our rotation, I think we have the best rotation in the league. Oh, absolutely. By far. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett. like Taiwan Walker, Carrasco could come back. I mean. Peterson's off the yeah. uh, McGill. Like, McGill. The depth we have here, like. I like it. I exciting. Like it we have guys in our organization, too, a lot of prospects. Yeah, and I'm not too worried about giving up the prospects. Because if you look around the league of prospects we have given up, like, um, who's the guy in Detroit? Oh, the guy in Detroit? You know, it's our Mariners Clinic. Yeah. He, 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 had, he came up, had a couple games, but he didn't do much after that. He's, like, he's bad. Yeah. He's actually really bad. Really bad. Like, you look around, like, prospects are prospects. They have a chance to pan out, and half of them do, half of them don't. Now, look around baseball. Do you think... The Mets sign someone else. I think I think they'll make one. Are you more talking game. about a uh, certain guy from the Braves? Freeman. I don't know about Freeman. I kind of want Bryant. Chris Bryant. I kind of want Chris Bryant. I, Is I, he I, a free agent right now? Correct. And the and the and the and the, uh, uh, the problem is the Giants did just spend big for Rendon. So yeah, 
I don't know if they're going to go all in on Brian or they're going to get rid of him because, like, oh, my God. Think of that. Think of that. But people don't understand that. That lineup. Chris Bassett is an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if you think I lineup, if we, if we get him, if we get Chris Bryant, you got oh my God. Pete Alonzo slash Dom Smith at first, whoever else is DHing. McNeil at second. If if he stays. That's true. Um, but I mean, well, what's going to happen with Cano, actually? That's another question we got. Cano could DH. I mean, he's going to – we're paying him so much money. He's got he's going to play. Or what if they do a Ellsbury situation like the Yankees, throw him down the minors? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I don't want Cano. I hate Cano. Field, but they're just paying him so much money. Kellen Dor Lindor is going to back, bounce back. Chris Bryan, like – Lindor had a great second half. Uh, it, it plays different when it's been so game. long, so I'm forgetting who who are the big acquisition signs we had before the um, oh, we lockout. Got Eduardo, um, that guy. We got Mark Mark Kanya, Eduardo Escobar, Mark Kanya. Yeah, wasn't there a center fielder? Was Kanya the center fielder? Oh, Sterling Marte. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Dude, we're gonna be we're gonna be lethal. We're gonna be lethal. Actually, we just need to stay just, healthy. Yes, that's what I was. That was yeah, that's what. Hope and pray. That is always our Hope problem. We can never stay healthy enough. And I think we need a couple more ballpoint arms, get one or two guys, see if they can pan out. But right now, I mean, you have young guys, McGill, Peterson. If you have five or six proven starters, we throw those guys in the bullpen. Let them, let them work a little bit, get a couple of innings here and there. Yeah, right, right. We're, we're in a great spot right now. We are in a great spot. Right now our depth chart is looking like James McCann, Pete Alonso, Cano, Eduardo Escobar at third, Lindor, Kanya in left, Sean Marte, Nimmo, Dom Smith DHing. And if McNeil comes back, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I don't expect Conforto back. No, I, I I think he's already gone. He hasn't fully signed somewhere else yet, but it doesn't look like it. Still got James McCann. Who's, who's you know, Liam Jeff McNeil's got another year. You don't think? Yeah, but you don't think they're gonna trade him? For what? Uh, that's what they were saying. Because I don't know why they would do it, but I, I just see on Twitter all the time that they want to trade him, which makes no sense because his value is the lowest that it's ever been. Yeah, he, he didn't have a great yeah, year last year, but... No no one did for the Mets. Nobody did. Exactly. So we, he's he's going to bat 300 next year. Yeah. And their bullpen's not bad right now. Lugo, May, Castro. Mm-mm. Drew Smith even pitched well at certain points in the year. Like We did lose... Uh, Loop, which was a big loss. Yeah, I like Aaron I mean, Loop. You lose Loop, but you get back Bassett. I'm not too upset about that. No. No, no, no not at all. It's worked out. Other teams around the league, it's been chaos right now. Do you think the Yankees get Crea? Yankees are going to get someone, and they're probably not going to do anything. Crea story. It's kind of funny because you listen to all the Yankees fans for all these years, like, Boo the Astros, they suck. The cheaters, like all this stuff, and now we want Cor- we want Correa. Like yeah. I don't know. Yankees get everybody, and they never do anything with them. Nope. Never Going on their uh, title drought, past decade, no titles. <laughs> Can that be another decade? <laughs> yeah. Welcome this to me being the Mets' this younger is the brothers. Mets city, baby. This is the Mets' city. Uncle Stevie's taking care of us. Oh man, it's just I'm happy for. And it's just so it's just so nice that baseball is back. It's so nice. Yeah, and I'm very happy that uh, Kershaw went back to the Dodgers. It'd be weird seeing Kershaw not a Dodger uniform. He was gonna be what Rangers was his. I saw some rumors about somewhere else, but it, it's I'm glad he went back. 
Um, yeah, it, it's it's been fun this past couple of days with all the deals. Yeah, I think we're gonna start seeing people <coughs> this this next week, uh, leading up to spring training. We're gonna see a lot of people signing. I think yeah. we'll see a good amount of trades. Joe Kelly, the White Sox, like baseball's gonna baseball's. I don't know. I just hope what comes out of this is baseball grows and uh, becomes more popular just in general. Oh yeah. But this season's going to be awesome, and the Mets are going to be awesome. And yeah. thank you, MLB, for no more seven inning doubleheaders. Yeah. And no, no more, more runner on second base. Can, can you guys explain what that means for someone that has no idea what that means? What? The runner on second base thing. Yeah, so in extra innings, they would start with a runner on second. You start with a runner on second Why? base. Why? You basically have, have a free double? Yeah. Basically? Speed up the game. It's stupid. And that's not how baseball should ever be played. That's like... It's like what? T-ball. It's like T-ball rules. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was weird. I didn't like it. And I'm glad it's gone. I feel like that that's like starting on like the opponent's forty in, in football on a drive. Like you're you already like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, no, it was dumb. It's it was dumb. weird. Yeah. Glad it's over. Glad baseball's back. Looking forward to a good season. Mets level World Series. I can't wait to do that parade <laughs> with you right next year. Oh, so excited. <laughs> okay, you guys. <laughs> We're going to a fantasy land we're living in here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about basketball. Yeah, what's what's going on in the NBA? Um, let's pull up the standings right now. Yeah, I, I want us to. I, so we we now that we don't have our NFL pick'em anymore, I just think we get. I think true through out some NBA pick'em coming up this coming up. Yeah. Pick some games, NBA games. That. So I was looking at the schedule, and this week there's not many primetime games because of March Madness hitting up this week. Uh. So they're not as many. So tonight is the biggest primetime game of the week. Suns Lakers. <laughs> I want to talk about both these teams. Suns minus eight and a half. Oh wow! Take the Suns. Uh, do they have? Take the Suns. No, is still no Booker, no Chris Paul. And you're still taking the Suns? Yeah. How little you think of your Lakers, Drew? John? Have you have you watched the Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> have you watched them play basketball? <laughs> little uh, little background. Right now, the Suns clinched a playoff spot. They are 53 and 14, and they've been doing a lot of this without. Chris Paul or Devin Booker. And all these people who said it was a fluke. Me. Going to the finals. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. So glad. I think I, – I don't know what you guys think. I think healthy, the Suns are the best team in the NBA. And it's not really close. <laughs> not really close is a little exaggeration because, as we've seen before, playoffs are a different animal yeah, with a lot of these teams. Playoffs, yeah. Playoffs are different. But, like, but I do think they are really, really good. Yeah, I – not even looking like on paper, it's just this team. Everyone knows their like. Everyone has such clear defined Ooh, roles. Players. Nobody is questioning like what is Jay Crowder, what is Aiden gonna do, like like what is Mikel uh, Bridge is gonna do. Everyone knows their roles. The chemistry is just ridiculous. I think Chris Paul was saying he. Was, I was watching. Um, Chris Paul was just on JJ Reddit's podcast the other day, and. You know, he was on the Clippers for X amount of years, and he's only been on the Suns for a season and a half. And he was saying about how the chemistry they have now is, like, far and away so much greater than what he had with any other team because he just knows, like, where the guys need the spot, like, what spots they need to get the ball in, like, when to get the ball. He just – there's no lack of confidence um, that they're going to make it. He he was saying that, like, he's been on some teams where – 
he's giving someone the ball wide open. He's like, please, God, make that shot. And now on the Suns, he's like, I don't even think about that. Like, I just know that this, these are their rhythm shots. I get them the shots in their spots. Like, the chemistry, the roles, the coaching, I think that says a lot. Like, that's a that's a big reason to why they're 53 and 14 right now. Like, on paper, they have some talent. Don't get me wrong. They have a lot of talent. But they have ridiculous chemistry. They are 25 and 6 on the road this season. An NBA team is 25 and 6 on the road. That's not a fluke. That just doesn't happen. But to go back to your point, Drew, everybody on their team makes each other better. Yeah. They click. <sighs> yeah. Why, why, why did we not get Chris Paul and Kobe? Like, yeah. can you imagine? Like, oh Chris Paul gosh. and Devin is just. Where do they rank in your best duos in the league? Oh. Currently? Yeah. Okay, let's talk They're about up duos there. for a second. What, what duos do we have? Bucks. You go. You just like. A trio. What are they? Yeah, it's, that's a trio. Okay, we, got, we got Harden and Bede, Levine, DeRozan, Jalen Brown. Tatum. Cavaliers. We're not getting the Cavaliers. You know the Cavaliers yeah, ones. Not yet. Yeah. Um, I would probably still think the Sixers duo is probably better. Yeah. yeah. Higher potential. Other than Higher that. potential. But, yeah. But we. But yeah. The way Chris Paul and Devin Booker complement each the, the, other, the, scorer, yes. passer. Yes. Yeah. Aiden is just the perfect, perfect. Target. Mikael Bridges' yeah. defense, oh like. My God. Jay Crowder, like, whew. They're built perfectly. Yeah. You know, I, shout I, out to the Suns general manager. Shout out, yeah. They were and Monty Williams. Forever. Yeah. They were I, I honestly, like, I want to say it was a year after Aiden got drafted, and I was wondering, like, why did they not take Luka? Because Aiden wasn't really good yet. And I'm like, why did you not take Luka? Um, but it's just fit. It's it's fit yeah. at that point. Same thing with the Hawks. Yeah. This team, uh, it'd be great to see Chris Paul win a ring. I think we can all agree on that. He deserves it. You just see what he did with the Thunder. Yeah. I mean, he was the the league gave up on him before oh, the yeah. Thunder. His last year in the Rockets, the the league gave up on him. Oh yeah. The fact that you had to attach two picks and two pick swaps to get Russell Westbrook, <laughs> they had to attach that to Chris Paul. Like that just shows how low his value they was. Got a five seed. Yeah. Almost beat the Rockets. Yeah. One shot away from beating the Rockets. That was a great series, yeah. yeah Chris Paul's a special player. All right, I know you're going you're gonna to inevitably switch the yeah, switch no, teams. No, so. yeah. Lakers. The other side. Let's talk about the Lakers for a second. Uh, 29 I, I will give a big shout-out. Oh, here we go. As much no as painful way. hits me. Greg's going to say it. Let's go. LeBron James has had a couple good games, <laughs> back-to-back games. Are we recording right now? Are we recording? Great <laughs> scoring. <laughs> Ability, like he, he's put up a lot of points. Efficient. He's yeah, well, what was carrying. That, what was the shooting right last night? What, what was the shooting we'll percentage? We'll check. We'll check. Sure, you can't get too hyped. They are um, yeah, but it's, it's nine seeds in the West. Fun. Yeah, I, I'm not even. I don't even care about team victories. I'm I'm just hoping for individual victories. Just just Braun doing Braun. But so I, sad. It makes me very happy that you yeah, that you said that. That you acknowledge greatness. Seventy-two percent shooting. 67 percent from three. He had fifty points, six assists, seven rebounds, a block, and only three turnovers. The wow. Lakers are closer to missing the playoffs yeah. than they are to the eighth seed. Yeah, well, that is true. The Lakers, they they have like a one percent chance at the eighth seed, so it's it's pretty it's looking pretty impossible. Their team stinks. Not good. 
They have LeBron James, though. They have LeBron James. That's and I cannot stand them. It's so funny to me. I love this, what's happening to the Lakers and LeBron. This reminds me of when the Lakers had Steve Nash, Dwight Howard. Curry. This is exactly what ha- what happened. Yeah, yeah that's a, it's the, the exact same thing. For some reason, teams stuff. think getting a bunch of old guys yeah. is going to work. It doesn't work. It does not work. Chemistry, egos. Defense. Defense. Non-existent. <laughs> yeah, see, that that's that's what I was pointing out to someone the other day, is when they won in 2020, they had the number one defense in the league. and they got. I wonder why. It's almost like they had young guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not going to get on my soapbox and say it again about LeBron's ability to create teams around him, but it's just... Sean, I sent you that tweet, though. You, you know what tweet I'm talking about. When, when everyone says lay GM, but if you look at like the things he wanted and the things he got, they didn't line up. Did you not see the tweet I tagged no. you in? Was, this was a minute ago, too. <laughs> Did what... what like I, I, I just don't. But he didn't want Frank Vogel. He didn't want Russell Westbrook. Like the he's like on record. He wants saying, to bring in these old guys. He, he wanted DeRozan and he wanted Ty Lue and he got none of them. The roster stinks. The roster stinks. No, the roster. Yeah, the roster is pretty bad. The roster is uh, bad. Sure and like, reason. yes, it's age, but at the same time, I think just because you're in your 30s doesn't mean you know defense is effort. Yeah, but it's all effort. And these aren't just guys in their thirties. They are the kings of a not rebounding. Yeah, they don't hustle. They don't hustle. Besides Austin Reeves. If you like, like Liam, I, I swear to God, I could, I could take either of you two right now, put you on the court, and you might get an offensive rebound. Like yeah. there's a good chance you could get an offensive rebound versus the Lakers. They miss rotation so much. They do this, this thing that Frank Vogel has them do on defense. Where is that what they play? Is that what they're doing out there? Are they playing defense? No. No, they're not. You call and, that and defense? This is what Frank Vogel This is what they – d- and it, it just – it makes me so mad because <laughs> someone will have the ball on the perimeter and they will just – and you, I know it's not like one player doing it because they all do it and it's like a clear scheme they do. One – like the, the nearest perimeter player will just charge him and just create this – okay, so it's a double team. And then they just – eventually rotate everybody on the perimeter as the ball moves. But they don't do it fast enough. They're slow and they're old. They're slow and they're old. And it's always a wide-open three in the corner. And I just wonder, like, I, Frank Vogel must have dementia or something because you see this happen every time. It's so bad. Like, Vogel's an idiot. And it's, it's the worst part. Is it such a weak double team too? Yeah, it's, it's such a weak double team. <laughs> they make they can still make an easy overhead pass to the next guy. Yeah. It is just you have thirty seven year old Mello charging at you, <laughs> yeah. a single jab step to the right. Yeah, I mean Wayne Ellington, bro, Trevor Ariza. Yeah, dude. Ugh, Ugh. this team stinks. Dwight Howard, bro? What? Yeah, Dwight. Dwight, Wait, that's no, another Dwight thing. I was telling bro. both of you, if you l- watch a Lakers game, and I challenge it's everyone so to do this, <laughs> just for like four possessions, watch <laughs> Dwight Howard. <laughs> just watch him. It is just so, like, uh, and, and you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, Russ and Melo and whoever aren't, like, they that they haven't been good because they haven't, but... You want to talk about falling off a cliff, dude? <laughs> Dwight Howard doesn't do anything productive uh, anymore. In defense, he's thirty-six. He is thirty-six. He be on the basketball. Yeah, but he was also thirty-four when they won the chip. It was that was two years ago. But it, it is and embarrassing. He was up from three from the logo to back see, then. like Zubac, like that last Clippers game, Zubac just like posted him up to 
below the rim. Like he was right below the rim, and like it's sad when 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 you watch Dwight highlights, like, and then you see this. Well, you get a little bit of that when you see your 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 main man play. Yeah. Okay. But you also like you also just like watch him on offense. Like he just gets just boxed out by guards. He can't even get offensive. It's. Anthony Davis plays like he's five. Yeah, that's another thing. I need Anthony Davis to come back soon. I know oh my the, god, yeah. Not, not that he hasn't fallen off cliff because he has, but that de- I need his defense, dude. This was dude. supposed to be his year. This where this he took over. Yes. He's in his like, prime. I'm he's happy that LeBron team. is doing this, but he should not have to be doing no, this. He is not sad, good enough to carry a trash roster anymore. He's not 28 anymore. He is 37. He can't run like he used to, but the city. Of LA, the team, the fans, the 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 general manager, Rob Palinka, Jeannie Bus, they have failed LeBron. And this team sucks. I miss KCP. I miss Caruso. I miss JaVale McGee, man. Do you miss Kyle Kuzma? Sure, at this point. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma last year made more threes than Trey Young. Like uh, yeah, I miss Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> this team sucks. <laughs> I don't know why I watch every game, man. Yeah, dude, you gotta take a break. I gotta stop watching watch this team. Yeah, yeah, can we transition to Thunder? Because yeah, I, 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 we, we asked a question before the show. You, you wouldn't answer until the oh, show. Oh, yeah, what was that? About, about like, Shay getting oh, yeah. shutting down Shay okay. or shutting down Giddy. Like, what should the Thunder do? Should Let's they be tanking? For this, though. So the Thunder right now, they are 20 and 46. They have the fourth. fourth fourth worst record. Two games out of a top three. What it, do you think Dort do? got shut down. Um, Ty Jerome got shut down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how that's news. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they did have a good season. I, I they're competitive. Shea's great. Yeah, I mean Giddy, it, was, it was actually kind of exciting. Like they they beat. Some teams they beat the Lakers, the Lakers, which doesn't say much. Did they they, sweep the Lakers? Uh, not no, they did not sleep. They have a winning record against the Lakers this season. They beat the Nets uh, with a healthy Durant one time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you just gotta get some exciting wins every now and then. Um, to answer your question, I would normally say yes. Um, shut down Shea like they did last year, but Shea he scored the most points out of anybody since the All Star break. He's going nuts. He's he's going dummy mode right now. Like he is playing so well. Um, I think you you shut him down eventually. Like with ten games left. Yeah. You lose you make sure you lose your last ten. I'd games. rather shut him down than Giddy because I think Giddy get could Giddy. get all the rep, reps. Yeah. Experience. Um, I like Giddy a lot. And if they do, where are you looking at this draft? You're at, I don't know if you've looked at the NBA draft. Is you like? Yes. Who are you guys I have, targeting? So. I think we're getting to the point where, I so I was I was very angry last draft when they did not trade up to get like Jalen Green or somebody. It ended up working out great. I don't know if they really knew well. in hindsight. He's awesome. I don't know if it was like a like a Fultz Tatum thing where like the Celtics just knew like we're gonna stay at three and get Tatum. And why isn't Giddy getting more uh, Rookie of the Year consideration? I love to hear you say that, man. I I think. It, it's just because Mobley's so so darn good. But literally, his his dad's like four, is he fourth now? Because they still have Cade. Twelve and points. And, um, and Scott, Scotty's also pretty good. Scotty's like, on a playoff team too. Yeah. You have to, 
Yeah, I guess you look at that. Mobley's on a playoff. Team. Yeah, twelve, yeah. eight, and six. Though. That's Kate is the only man great. on his roster. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I am not disappointed with this rookie season. It worked out so much better than I thought it was going to be, um, because I, I really wanted at that position Book Knight or Kaminga, and um, I mean Kaminga's going to be a good player, but this year I think we have to trade up if we don't. Yes, I mean, 100%. if we don't get scammed again. That was such a scam last year. We had the Rockets' top three protected pick and ours. And the Rockets got two, three, and we got four. Yeah. No, we got six. So if you guys... So we literally got scammed. Uh, we could have had... Think about it, We could have had, like, Mobley and, and, and Scotty Barnes. We could have got or, Mobley and Giddy. Yeah. <laughs> imagine instead, imagine uh, Mobley right Yeah, instead we got Trey Mann. No, we actually drafted Sengun, fun fact, and traded him traded. to get Trey Um This year? This yes, year. so this year. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've been so outspoken. I, I don't like Chet. Um, Such a weird build. Like, I don't yeah. understand how he can do anything in the NBA don't like right his now. build. Um, really like Jabari Smith. Really recently I've started liking good. Jabari Smith. I do like him. Um, Paolo... I just I, I don't really know what this weight thing is. This still an issue? I don't know. That something like that just scares me. Scary yeah. Outside of that, I think Palace. All, I this AJ Griffin guy. We don't need guards, mm-hmm. um, but AJ Griffin's what like six five six six, six, six. so we don't need him. But he he's he's gonna be a good player. Um, I like Ivy, but he's a guard. I feel like Jabari Smith would fit really well yeah. on the team. Yes. And you guys Run about the four. If you don't get him, like you can trade up. Yeah. And you will trade up because you. We have we have ours our own the Suns which is essentially useless. Um, it's a first rounder, but it's gonna be thirtieth. You'll, you'll get a guy. You'll get. A and guy. we have the Clippers, and the Clippers are in the playoffs. Yeah. But that really stunk that the Clippers. Yeah, out. dude. I mean, I don't wish injuries on anybody, but Kawhi and PG being out for the whole year, thought, and the Clippers are the eight seed, dude. Higher than like, Lakers. <laughs> I know, dude. And I was like, this is a free lottery Clippers pick. Have, and Clippers have a good team. Clippers yeah. have a really good team. Um, so maybe package those three. They're really the opposite of the Lakers. Yeah, yeah they young, really are. And they have they really are. Play. Yeah, and they, they hustle and they try. They'll never run LA, but they're they're the better team in LA right oh, now yeah, for, for sure, sure. Uh, and for years to come. Uh, do you think Jabari's gonna go first? I feel like some teams are gonna fall in love with Chet's potential and just yeah. take him number one. What would you guys? What would you have Horror to do? Suckers. Okay, say you right now you get the four. What you you have to trade up to get Jabari Smith with like the two or something? What so do you give up for? Four. Obviously, um, you pick swap. You swap those picks. Yeah, I'm gonna give you four. And this might be too much. So just throw another four. Card. The thirty and you uh, know honestly. Next year? No, I'll give you the Clippers pick too. I'll give you the Clippers. So you, you just all you, all your picks is all your first round picks. Do you think four thirty and a future first would be? Yeah. What about just four thirty? Uh, what did the Mavs give up? Yeah, I think just a first. I thought swap. they lost their their first the year after too. Yeah. So so swap. I mean, but if you, if you go before and you're going up two spots, you don't really have to give up that much because. Yeah. What was the the Tatum Fultz was was that just another three? Was that just another first? Um, it was a conditional first. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. if you give up another first, which. You can gladly give up because you have a yeah. first round pick. We just we have to start utilizing. Yeah, yeah. You, you look at the top of this draft, like Panchero's the guy you want, or, or I I would 
think you wouldn't be terrible with him, but Jari Smith's projected second. Paolo. Chet's one. Paolo wouldn't be bad. Jay Nivey's after that. You don't need another point guard, shooting guard. We also just have two really tall guards, too. And after awesome. that, it just you guys, you falls guys are off. Making a positionless basketball. Yeah, it, it, awesome. we're going in a direction where we're trying to draft as many people that can handle the ball at it every position. Me of the Raptors a little bit. I think that's why they fell in love with Poku because they're like, if he does progress, he can handle the ball. You got two. But Chet fits that. Two yeah. ball handlers. I think they thought Baisley could handle the ball, but he's yeah. long gone. Um, you need you need someone now with target for Giddy, a target for Shed. Yeah, a lob guy yeah. or something. So you, and what the Thunder are going to start doing is they're going to run. They're going to yeah. run teams off the court. Young guys, yeah. big door. God, you you really made me like the Thunder. Track, right? <laughs> I'm glad, dude. It's it's a very different team than it I was. I feel like they're close to breaking out. Yeah, yeah. I just years. I'm gonna be very angry if if they draft at where they're given every year. Like if they, they don't like if they just they, now they have the, the capital to to go out and get who they want in yeah. drafts. And yeah. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna. I was trying to find the other day a like 25 year old who is on a bad team who wants out because I think that'd be perfect. Get uh, Jeremy Grant back. <laughs> yeah. That, I, <laughs> I want him on he's the mats. Um, but, but there's really nobody out there. I think, like, all the good teams, like the Bookers and the Cats of the world and the Donovan Mitchells have no, are now on playoff teams. Okay. Don't worry, dude. Two years, the Thunder will be in the Need, like, an Anthony Davis situation where he wants out. But... Yeah, so it's a fun team. Fun Problem team. is getting stars to come to OKC. Mm-hmm. What? Problem is getting stars to come to OKC. Yeah. It's always been the problem. That's why they got lucky. They drafted three MVPs. You, got a draft. You draft. Got a you, trade. You get Jabari Smith. You might have guys who want to go play with them. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you see Dame uh, just kind of trashed Dude, Dame's, uh, the Thunder. Like He's like, people go to Oklahoma City. So yeah. And, and and then I, I, I looked at the comment section on that Instagram post, and I'm like, and people are like, who? who the, the best free agent we've had in the last five years? Patrick Patterson. Well, because you guys have, haven't been okay, good. But think, think of Dame. Who's the best free agent that Trailblazers has got in the past exactly. couple of years? Exactly, man. I couldn't name him. Like, I know he owns our franchise, but you don't need to just keep doing that, man. Dame, Dame's a clown, man. Dame is a bit of a clown. Oh, I'm not going to run from the grind. Okay, bro. Enjoy (laughs) Enjoy it in Portland, man. Enjoy it. Um, Okay. Greg, I want to talk about the Celtics. Oh, my God. I want to hear your take on the Celtics. Yeah, dude, what a turnaround. What a turnaround. I think they keep... I realistically think... Sorry, quick quick thing. Wesley Matthews is the best... um, Free Portland agent. free agent signing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Hey, don't forget about the god Cody Zeller. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, but anyway, the Celtics playing really, really well. Three and a half games out of first place. And just If you looked, if you said this a couple weeks ago, and I called it a couple weeks ago, I said the Celtics were going to go to the NBA, to the Eastern Conference Finals, what I said. I thought they were going to lose I there. But they can win there now. Like Their defense, teams who have good defenses win. Because the ability to lock down the players and across the court, like you look at their team and they can guard any position, they can guard any player, and they can do it well. Yeah. Nice. Can you get a stop in clutch time of a playoff? And they can do it. And they're and they can also do the other thing. They have guys who can make that shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jalen Brown, Tatum. Tatum, like when Tatum gets hot, like hit shots, it's yeah. crazy. It just 
they're gelling well together. The chemistry is Al Horford. Yeah. You compare the chemistry with this year compared to like last year. Literally last year was talked about how dysfunctional the locker room was. Or two years ago with or like Kyrie, Kyrie a couple yeah. years ago, like how dysfunctional the locker room was. And they're just playing really well together. Al Horford, big shout out. I love the man. Time Lord. He You're did, welcome. But Al Horford's right. like for giving just you back. The chemistry, his ability to do everything. He's a leader on and off the court and he is what the Celtics needed. What does it, this say about Kyrie? Yeah. It, this probably works out better because these veteran leaders like needed the ball too much, and now you have a veteran leader that doesn't need the ball. Uh, Al Horford can just lead you have two without stars. the ball. You have Tatum and Brown, who I, I can't believe people were, were saying at the beginning of the season that they got to trade one of them. I can't believe that. You don't have two stars that complement each other like that. No. It's and, crazy, and, and they're young. Yeah, back to the question about Kemba and Kyrie. Like, I, I don't want to diss Kemba because of the fact that Kemba was really, really good with the Hornets. And he's such a small guy who needs his athleticism, and he just didn't age well. How old is he? Like 30? I don't know. Probably. At least. He didn't fit well on that team. Also, huge game for the Celtics today. Who are they playing? You see they're playing, Liam? No. Celtics Mavericks. Ooh, oh, yeah. 3.30. Is that uh, nationally televised? Uh, yeah, the ABC. Mavs, the Mavs have, have one less loss than the Celtics. Yeah. 41 and 27 in the Celtics. Yeah. Right. Do, do, you, do you look back and think, like, well, obviously, it's great that you have a good team now, but do you look back and think Hayward and Kyrie, we kind of squandered that a little bit? Hayward squandered himself. Not himself, yeah. but, like, with his injury, it really messed that, that situation all the way up. Yeah. Really it was very unfortunate that it messed it up. Kyrie just never healthy, just never assaulted. Like, I don't think we squandered it just because. It was them squandering, yeah. less of us squandering it. It wasn't really on the Celtics. No, it just, it, no. Things happen. It just didn't work out. I I think that's. Kyrie used to be a very likable guy, and then he I just. Like I think he just ruined his image in I Boston. He just he ruined his image by trying to get out of Cleveland, and then he ruined it even yeah. more of getting, getting out of Boston. He wanted to be that dog, and he's just, he just wasn't cut out to be that dog. No. Uh, that that first guy. It, uh, you look you look back at that playoff series, the the one where he did play, like his last year. Right, because he was there for two years or three. I think it might have been three. It all blends together. The, this point. He, missed, he missed multiple playoff yeah, runs. Yeah, the, the first playoff run after you guys went to the Eastern Conference Finals, I mean, he just played terribly. It just looked like he was yeah. selling, honestly. It, mean, it was just surprising. Yeah. Now, but it worked out for us. It, it did work out, yeah. yeah. It took, took us a little bit to recover after that. Like, the, trying to yeah. plug in Kemba didn't work. This year we went out with literally without a point guard. Like, yeah. Marcus Smart's not a point guard. but I didn't think it was going to work. But We still don't really have a point guard. It's still working out. You were trying to, to plug a position that you didn't even need yeah. to plug. Like, you could give the, the keys of the, fran- of the offense of the franchise to, to Tatum. Like, you don't need this Tatum and Brown. Kyrie Kemba placeholder to keep them Marcus steady. Smart's even time lord. Oh, my God. His defensive ability. Like, he's him and Marcus Smart are two of the best defenders of basketball right now. There's a reason why the Celtics are winning. Yeah. It's because their defense is nuts. That's why the Mavs have been so good. Yeah. Somehow, their defense is, is great. Yeah, my, my only team is unfortunately for you, true, but Celtics, Mavs, two of the best teams in basketball. Yeah. I just, the, the Mavs' ceiling, it's it stinks because I think they're at their ceiling right now with their roster. I, I just can't yeah. see them getting. They always, need a, they always need a wing. Liam's been saying it for years. Oh, good question for you. We need a Robin, bro. We need a Robin. Is is Jalen Brunson now the best teammate Luke has ever had? Yeah, right. 
Who is Luca? Because Porzingis it's just Porzingis. wasn't good. Yeah, bubble Trey Burke. <laughs> Literally, bubble Trey Burke was nuts. You average like twenty three. Oh God, the Mavs just. They'll they'll figure it out. They they gotta. They're making room. Cuban's gotta make. He's gonna pull the trigger. I don't think for ne- this upcoming free agency, next free agency, I know they have room for a super max. Okay, and is that, that that's kind of what the KP I, deal was for? Yeah. Okay. Who they who like? I guess. Shout out Dinwiddie They've too. Been crazy dude, they've been so good recently. Shout out Dinwiddie. They beat the Warriors. It seemed like they beat them like seven times in a row. That was awesome. Beat the Lakers. Ah. Uh, also, big, big shout out to. Uh, Greg Popovich, yeah, winningest yeah. coach in NBA history. That's awesome. I'm not sure why he's still coaching, why he's still with the Spurs. Maybe we just got that. Hopefully, hopefully retire soon. I feel so bad for him after these years. Brunson's shooting fifty percent this year. Yeah, the Spurs are just one of those teams where it's weird to say it because it's the Spurs, but they're like a directionless team. Yeah, I feel like as bad as it sounds, I feel like Pop has just been trying to get this record, and I feel like he's might retire after it. I mean they're twenty six and forty two, but it, I you gotta have to say for the Spurs, looking at some some stuff right here, their point differential is only minus point four. Really, so it's not like they're everyone else in the West, the, the Blazers minus six, Kings minus five, Thunder minus eight, Ugh. Rockets minus nine. So is it close losses or is it like losing that. and then like they get blowout wins or something? What what, what does that what does that say? Um, yeah, a lot of cl- close losses. Lost 133 to 129, 115 to 112, 123 to 115. Yeah, close losses. Beat the Wizards 157 to 1. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah. It's, Dude, it's you, close losses and, and you know what? Di- <laughs> you know what Dinwiddie's averaging right now for the for you guys? What? In the 10 games he's played, 18, uh, 18 and 5 assists on 50-43 shooting. Okay. 52-43 shooting. Luka's not on the court, Brunson and Dinwiddie make a Luka. It's awesome. Yeah. Which is exactly what you need, yeah. which is awesome. You just, you, you just you, need someone that can play with Luka now and dominate. Do you think um, you need, because, you, you, you know, you've been talking about, like, DeRozan and, 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 and Jeremy Grant, but could you also just fill out the roster with guys like, like that? Yeah, but right like now, some Swiss too, Army knives too in there. What I see, and I love the way Dorian Finney-Smith has been playing, but the Mavs miss so many open threes. It makes me so angry because Luca drives past two people, yeah. kicks to the corner, wide open three. Cleaver, or Tim Hardaway has been horrible this season. He's been really bad. Um, yeah. Cleaver will miss a shot. Reggie Bullock will miss a shot. Don't even get me started on Bertans. Bert- <laughs> oh my gosh! Watching this man play—he's got to be. I think he's the worst player in the in the NBA. Watching him play, he is horrible. Bertans has to be the worst player I've seen. I've seen play. Have you seen the way he comes off screens and shoots? Oh, okay. It's always fading away. Uh, fading away. His, his releases he's up not here set, always like... misses long. Cannot. His defense is. Oh, I can't. He doesn't understand how to play defense. The rotations are. Uh, but yeah, get Lucas some help. Get him someone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I think what they have now with Brunson, Cleaver, Dorian Finney-Smith, Dinwiddie, they have a good roster. They're just missing one or two guys, impact players. That I mean, it's really not hard to play with Luca. A nice defensive center, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard to like. All you gotta do is be able to space the floor, and play defense. It's really not that hard. Like that that yeah. um, video explaining like Luca Ball, the way they manipulate the pick and roll is 
I didn't even know you could do that. Like, I, I think of pick and roll as, like, a very basic, like, you set a screen. You know, you have options, mm-hmm. right? But the way they do it, like, with, with the uh, resetting of the screen, it, it's it's crazy. It's, like, like 30 variations off a of pick and roll, and it just puts Luca in the position to create. Shout out Jason Kidd. Shout out Jason Kidd, yeah. He was the perfect coach to be there. It just annoys me when the Mavs are in the playoffs and Boban is starting for us. Like, I love Boban, but I love Boban. come on. Yeah. Were they doing that just to for height? It worked though. Yeah, it worked. It's that was crazy. weird. But like, come on. Ah. Do you feel bad for Rick Carlisle? Uh, and like, nah, he, he did the pace. No, but like, like, like now that he's on the pacer, yeah, uh, pacers coach, stink. and he's just, you know, not good. <laughs> it's not a good team. I mean, it happens. The NBA, you need to be. I think Jason Kidd is a better coach for Luca than for Luca. Yeah, yeah. it's not about and, fit. And you, yeah. you have Luca. <laughs> you build around him. Because Carlisle was, like, defensive, right? Yeah, Carlisle, very defensive-minded. Yeah. Now the Mavs just, they play, they've been playing great defense. Mm-hmm. They just score more points now. Offense is so crazy. Yeah. It's going to be a good playoffs, yeah. I feel like. I'd it's... love to see them make a run, but I just, I just can't. Because the playoffs, you need people that can play. Yeah. There's, there's just, it feels like there's a lot of parity in the league right now, which is really, really fun to see. Even though, like, it's good to see that the Warriors are good again. But they're not like the runaway seventy three and nine favorites, which is it's crazy. Quick Lakers thing that's shocking to me: the Lakers are twenty and sixteen at home, but yeah. nine and twenty one on the road. Like oh, you, that, you expect yeah. a veteran that's team bad. to be better than on the road. Like that's that's shocking. There's a lot of road games Does left LeBron too. Not play a lot of the road games. Um, I mean LeBron hasn't played a lot of games at all. Yeah. Neither him or Anthony Davis are probably going to finish playing. Anthony Davis will not finish playing more than half. I don't know how many LeBron's going to play. He missed the other day with with knee soreness when they lost to the Spurs. Um, Almost won that game. Yeah, almost. Almost is not a win. Yeah. Get the man some help. Okay, so what's going on with... LeBron's just played 48 games so far this year. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. Um, what's going with the Warriors? So the Warriors just fell to three. I know they've won three in a row, but before that, it's they were, it was a little bit of a, yeah, a slip. It, it just, ah, God, I hate to say it. It just shows Draymond is so important to them. Yeah, I hate to say that too, but they, it, it's very true. They lost to the Mavs twice, the Lakers, the Nugs. I mean. But what's going on, though? I like, I, I don't think there's any anybody to worry. They just beat the Nuggets, the Clippers, and the Bucks. Yeah, they're, they're going to get better. Clay, Clay dropped 36 last night. Yeah. Really? Big coming out for him. When, uh, when Draymond 38, comes yeah. back, they'll be, they'll be A-OK. And Jordan Poole, they just, everybody on their team can play. Yeah, he dropped 38 to, to beat the Bucks yesterday, so that was huge. Like, if, if Clay starts getting better, Clay starts hitting his shots, Dre comes back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a... Scary team, regardless. I, I, did you see what Curry said about? Um, I don't know if he was like taking shots at Steve Kerr when he was saying how he doesn't play anymore at the end of like first halves, and like that's when teams go on a big run and that's why they're like losing at halftime. He said like I used to play like more minutes and now I don't. Is that a, is that is it like a coaching like a? It may shot? be just saying that like we don't care about this really like it's. Yeah. Regular season, we're, we're caring for the playoffs. But he was he was expressing it. frustration though, which well, interesting. What teams are doing now too is they're making somebody else other than Curry beat them. The Mavs when they the, when the Mavs played the Warriors, 
Curry didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. Really? Because they double teamed him every single time he got the ball. <coughs> without Draymond to and, facilitate. Yeah, without Draymond to facilitate. I mean, you have guys that can still Jordan Poole, Clay, like Wiggins, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're forgetting the guy that has to take the last shot, Andre Iguodala. <laughs> you're forgetting about him. Uh, it's just it's tougher now for Steph when you don't have Draymond out there. Draymond's yeah. important for him. Now. I mean, that's a that's a good strategy. Like it, it's you can't you couldn't double team Steph with KD, obviously, but you can't double you know team it's a great supporting cast, but. You have to live with a Jordan Poole shot or or a, a Kaminga three. For other teams, that's scary. Yeah. I don't want to live with a Jordan Poole three. But it's not going to hit every time, which, you know. Yeah. A Clay? Yeah, you have to live with a Clay Thompson corner. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> they're terrible. Yeah. yeah, that's. I'm not too worried about them. They, they're experienced. They've got this toughness. Draymond's coming back. Like, they'll be fine. Yeah. What's sad, though, Cavs are about to fall into the play in tournament. Cavs? Oh, really? Yeah. They're the six. They're they were four at one point. They're up one game on the Raptors. Oh, wow. Three and seven in the last ten. Yeah. Well, well trouble in Akron. I knew that this was going to happen, um, especially with the Celtics taking off. The Raptors are still a good team. The Nets, <laughs> yeah. But still still good season for the Cavs. You know, no eight seed has ever won the NBA Finals. Could it happen this year with this the Nets? That's be surprising. Never happened before. Oh, right. Do you, that doesn't surprise do you me. you have a little trivia or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have a trivia question. I think the Nets could do it. Yeah. The Lakers can't. No, no, definitely not. I, Sean, I, <laughs> Sean can, we, can we make a, a verbal not binding agreement that if, if, <laughs> if the Lakers win the championship this year, that LeBron <laughs> is the GOAT? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay, good. <laughs> like, that, it's just so impossible that... I would have to average 60. Yeah. He'd probably have to play every minute too, yeah. which is impossible. But yeah, yeah, I like the East though. I, I've never really been a huge like West has always been my favorite conference to watch, but the East is oh, it's exciting. Right, we were talking about this the other day. Just watching teams play like the Raptors as opposed to the Lakers or the Mavs, the way that they play is just so, beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's beautiful. Even the Warriors, dude. It's just. They just play beautiful basketball. Okay, so I have a trivia question for you guys. You can only, you can each give me one answer. Oh what? no! There's no guesses. It's one answer. You get it right or wrong. Wow. Okay. High stakes. Okay. Because it's not really, you can't really guess. I feel like it defeats the purpose of this. In NCAA tournament history, what is the lowest seeded team to win the national title? Wait, wait, wait. I want to say um. Give me the number. What's what's the lowest seeded number? And if you know the team, I'll give you bonus points. You just can get. Is it a Big number. East team? It is a Big East yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, were they an eight seed or a seven seed or a six? It was one of those. It was Who? one of those three. I think Who? I'm gonna go eight. Who are you thinking of? Uh, it uh. was. Um, shoot. Uh, I don't. I don't. I know it's a Big East team. What, Dude, wait, I, I, was it six? Not, I, I think it's either eight or six now. Oh, shoot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of this. I'm, give, me, I, I, give me a guess. I have no give idea. Give me a guess. I'll guess eight. <coughs> guess six. How about that? I'll guess six. Okay, eight. 
Okay, Liam, it was kind of scary that you said a Big East team. Because uh, I, I know it, I know this is a Big East But the team. fact that you can't name the Big East team makes it worse than true not knowing it at all. Yeah, dude, if you know that it's a Big East team, who's one of the Big East <laughs> um, besides us? Shoot. I know it's a Big East team. I know it. It I, is us. Oh, what? <laughs> it is us? It is us. I would have said What seed were we? We were in eight seed when we beat Georgetown in 85. Let's go. Oh, wow. Let's go. Throwback. Yeah, see, because when, like when you said Low, Big lowest, East, lowest seed to make the final four. Butler, right? No, no, because then uh, shoot, ah, nah, it was eleven. It was eleven. Eleven's lowest seed to make, make the final four. Balfa. Uh, VCU did it. Loyola Chicago did it. Yeah, because I was thinking about like the recent ones, and I'm like, no way, we were an eight seed. Yeah. No, 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 no. Back in '85, we were eight seed. I'll take that eight seed. Woohoo. I, I I would not anticipate any eight seeds. If you're doing your bracket right now, do not pick any eight <laughs> seeds to win the title. I don't think it's gonna happen this year. Hey, anything could happen in March. Anything could happen in March. Anything could happen in March. All right, everybody. Uh, this has been fun in the locker room. One thirteen p.m. right now on this uh, Sunday. Snow is melting. Thank God. Hopefully, it, I think it's supposed to heat up for the rest of the week. Um, have a great rest of the week. We'll see you next Sunday, eleven thirty sharp. Um, and go cats. Take care. Go cats. Go cats. Woohoo.